Aren't you tired of listening to CEOs and wealthy businessmen? Listen to the actual people that work in tech and what they have to say. Do you need a computer science degree to work as a programmer? How is working for Uber? Is working in the gaming industry as fun as playing? Tips to get your dream job in tech and much more. Listen to Verified Geek on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. In today's episode, I have the pleasure to host a data scientist that's also a swing dancing teacher. What is data science and how can you get a job as a data scientist? Listen to Christina taking us on a journey into the world of data. Let's do it. Hi, Christina. How are you? Hello, Dora. I'm good. How are you? <laughs> good, good, good. Where are you right now? I'm in Glasgow, actually. Yeah, Scotland. It's a bit nice. snowy here. Oh, but, nice. Um, yeah. In London, it snowed for three days and then it was done. That was it. Actually, it was quite good, but it was just three days. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, the temperature is just raising again here, but it's going to be rainy. So <laughs> nice. <laughs> hope for, for the Mars to be coming. Nice. So just to give a quick introduction of you. Uh, you have uh, you are working as a data scientist right now, which is kind of a thing that everyone is talking about. So I, I uh, that's the, that's the reason why I called you in this podcast just to make it clear about what data science is, how you can get a job in data science, and you know, is it difficult? Would you have to study something specific and all this stuff? So uh, you're actually a senior data scientist and you know a lot of, of on this matter. So I thought you'd be the perfect person to give an insight in this. Um, so first things first, how did, what did you study? How did the whole journey start? Uh, yeah, that's a good question. Uh, so um, uh, I studied uh, electrical and computer engineering back in Greece. Uh, so yeah, that was my degree. I think it was uh, quite like um, um, a huge like field that this degree was covering and touching like superficially, you know, bits and bobs of different uh, stuff. So we had like um, um, uh, things about electrical engineering, things about telecommunications, things about um, computers and computer science in general. Uh, and right. actually, that was what uh, I followed in the end: the computer science. Um, uh, let's say direction of things uh, in there, so that's that's what I studied, and um, yeah, there were a couple of stuff there like data related back then, and introduction to artificial intelligence and kind of like algorithms uh, and this kind of things. Uh, but uh, yeah, data science wasn't a uh, hype, and there wasn't like a very specific degree to study that. So that was yeah. just uh, you know like. Um, the, the most related things you, you could find apart from mathematics and physics and so on, if you, if you want, yeah. Okay, that's nice. So, but, and then I presume you didn't move straight away to data science. What, what, what's your, what was your first job title? Yeah, actually, uh, after graduating, I started working uh, in a research center uh, in Greece. Uh, and um, there, uh, my title was actually research assistant. Uh, but the project that I was part of was quite data related. So it goes around very fine multimedia and more specifically uh, multimedia uh, on Twitter and social media. So what we were trying to do is find like tweets that are sharing 
fake images and fake content in general. And that's how I started like thinking about data, you know? So it was like, uh, um, yeah, uh, gathering data, then analyzing uh, those tweets, uh, thinking in, in there behind what features we can find, what uh, characteristics we can find in the data to, um, in, to to see if they are fake or if they are real and so on. So then okay. that was the point actually that I realized how much I like these things because um, it wasn't right, you know, uh, just algorithms, but it was combining uh, data, combining knowledge about the, uh, about the domain uh, and how you actually like communicate this to other people and so on. Um, yeah, so that was my first touch with data. And I think, yeah, it's just from that point on, uh, I realized that that was what I wanted to do, yeah. That's very so it wasn't interesting. Like, you know, from, from the very uh, early of my um, uh, university years that I knew that, that I liked that, but then it just came, really. When I just joined this project, I thought, yeah, actually, data is cool. <laughs> Nice. That's perfect. That's really good. So uh, just to clear things out, because a lot of people are a bit confused as to what data science is and what you need to study or what um, uh, experience you need to have in order to do that. What exactly is data science? So, yeah, we want to like give a definition of, uh, of the field. I would say it's the discipline of making data useful. So uh, that would be it. Uh, I appreciate this sound sounds quite vague, right? Uh, but uh, yeah, ultimately it's uh, having some data uh, in whatever context you can imagine, like in a business or um, whatever data you are really interested in and trying to actually make, make sense out of this data. Uh, uh, find some insights, um, something that this can be translated into a decision or just an understanding of a situation and so on. So that would be uh, in, in the, uh, the data science um, as a field. Nice. Um, that, that sounds good. So, But then um, when someone Googles about data science, it says that you need to basically have either a computer science degree, have no knowledge about math and statistics, but also domains business knowledge. So let's say that you don't have all of this knowledge as your background. Can you still become a data scientist? Uh yeah, absolutely. I think the resources that are out there and like when you Google it, as you say is very overwhelming, right? Because yeah. it's, it's there are so many skills and so many like things that you should uh, know about. And some people are mentioning uh, uh, also having a PhD is very useful and so on. But um, yeah, and can be really overwhelming for someone who wants to start a career in data science. I think in general, I would say that, uh, first of all, you need to like data a lot. You need to like keep asking why in order to become a data scientist. So the, the title by itself is very, very vague. So it can be different things. There are people who are working on data engineering and they are like um, manipulating data and uh, transforming data. There are people that are working on statistics, other people doing PhDs and they're diving into uh, methods and trying to 
um, uh, you know, like improve those methodologies and algorithms and so on. There are people who are more practical and they are applying some, some algorithms and data analysts as well. So it's a huge, huge field. So, um, yeah, I think that the most uh, important uh, thing is to uh, find yourself within this like space and think what you want to do, what you would like, uh, what inspires you and, and just do it. Uh, so uh, it didn't used to be a degree in data science. So I wouldn't say that this is a, a prerequisite. Uh, on the contrary, there are so many like different disciplines and that, I mean, people with different like disciplines coming from different backgrounds that they worked with. So uh, there isn't like a very clear path for, right. for someone to become a data scientist. Um, yes, so uh, I think one of the most important things to consider is like communication is very important when you are thinking of you becoming a data scientist because you really need to like communicate what you are finding. It doesn't really matter if you do a fancy thing or if you know a fancy algorithm and you don't, you're not able to communicate it because ultimately data science is about making sense um, of, out of data and then uh I don't know, trans, yeah, you know, like giving this knowledge to someone else who is interested uh, in this result, let's say. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, uh, some people are thinking like of the title of data scientist and uh, they are restricting, restricting themselves to that. But you can be a data scientist without even carrying the title per se. So if you're yeah. in a job and you're surrounded by data, and I'm sure most of the people are surrounded by data in their jobs, whatever they are doing. I think finding an opportunity to like do something with this data and um, showing that, sharing that, and communicating that, that's super important because then you have straight away a practical and tangible project that you just worked, worked on. No. So you don't have to have the degree or know all the fancy stuff. Just do something, you know, share, do something and then share it and then uh, put it on GitHub, even if you, if you want to. Just don't be afraid to have something that is semi-finished um, and so on, or share it within the, the organization, and like uh, just, um, you know, work nice. on something. And, and I guess yeah. that, that is a good, good start. Yeah, very, very valuable information. Nice. So uh, what is it in a, a day in the, I mean, I presume you work from home now, like, all of us, but what is um, a normal day in the office when you have a new project to start on if you're a data scientist? Um, yeah, let's just say a new project is about to start um, and then what's the process of continuing that project? Yeah, so um, so at the moment, uh, I think that, that I think it's, it depends quite a lot on the company that you are uh, and mm -hmm. uh, the environment and how you are used to work with. Um, for the, for myself at the moment uh, that uh, I work for uh, for the BBC, uh, the the process is again not very structured and it's quite dependent on the project. But in mm -hmm. general, when we have something to do, it's uh, it has quite a lot. Uh, of uh, talking and collaboration with uh, the product people and actually the team that is interested in, um, you know, in that specific project and that's behind that project. So it's like the business side that we are serving as data science team. 
So we start quite a lot on talking about their needs, what they want to do, why they are asking about that project. Is it, what is the, their goal? Sometimes people don't really know their goals, right? Because they are uh, having something in mind that machine learning and data science can solve, but actually it, it can't, or it's a different problem. So we start by talking with them, identifying their needs, and uh, then we are diving into the data. We are seeing what we have available uh, there, what other data we want, how can we link this data with other resources that we have, and so on. So analyzing it, seeing what we can do, applying some state-of-the-art algorithms and uh, uh, looking what's already there, what we can do next. And then I think the most important thing is sharing early because you can go away for two months and just like do the most fancy algorithm uh, and solution uh, that solves entirely the problem, but then it might be that the wrong problem that you're trying to solve. Yeah, So I think nice. it's very important to go back and check regularly with people that are expert on this domain uh, on what you're doing. So are you doing the yeah. right thing? So um, I think nice. this is a general thing that people like should think about when they're trying to solve a problem, like thinking about the practical uh, things. So that's how it's going in the office. It's quite a lot like collaborating with all these people, thinking um, and like having meetings with other data scientists and see what's uh, going on and how we can like join our uh, ideas and our solutions, presenting back, um, yeah. And solving also other like issues in terms of access and engineering stuff, you know, like this is all always a challenge, especially in big yeah. companies because you have to like find um, where uh, the data is and how you can access it. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. And are you able, I'm guessing it's like, it's a lot of problems right now because uh, I guess the law comes in the way, like, are you able to access the data? Is it legal? All of this stuff, I guess, might be quite an issue in data science. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I think, um, yeah, it's like, um, especially um, right now, there is a lot of thing about anonymization and making sure that you aren't really uh, processing data that you shouldn't um, and all these yes. considerations. You know, nice. So um, what about the future of data science? So uh, we can fairly say that we're at the start of this whole thing and um, everyone is talking about it now. Uh, it, it reminds me of how like virtual reality days when virtual reality started, everyone was talking about it. Suddenly people have stopped <laughs> talking about it. Uh, so it's not, it, it hasn't become the big deal that everyone uh, thought it was going to become or maybe, um, maybe it will in the future, I don't know. But in terms of data science, what do you think it's the future of it? Do you think it's going to help in sectors like health? Is it going to become like very, very important in sectors like health or finance or other other sectors, what is the future of it, basically? Yeah, actually, I really hope that it will be, um, you know, like inside different uh, disciplines. Uh, there is quite a lot of potential in data because, um, and I think most of businesses are starting realizing that and most of the companies that they have data and they should do something about that. 
uh, data is all over the place uh, in their company. So why are they uh, not harnessing them and doing something out of them? Uh, I really hope that uh, we can really use data science for good uh, in, 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 in these cases like health, as you said, um, there are like quite a lot of um, initiatives of people like doing, I don't know, image analysis of um, x-rays and all these kind of things. Uh, and yeah, I really, I really hope that it can be used as a as an assistive tool in, in most of those cases. It's it's a, a very like you know um, not not very easy subject to discuss because uh, people are having concerns in terms of like personal data and patient data, and also what if uh, an algorithm is giving the wrong decision and this kind of like. Uh, affecting the doctor's decisions and, and decision and so on. But I think with the rights, if we are aware of those of those you know challenges and of those like um, problems and issues, then putting the rights um, checks and controls in place would give us yeah. you know like uh, we will be able to actually take advantage of those algorithms rather than being afraid of them. You know? Yeah. So absolutely, I think yeah. it's gonna be even a bigger thing in the future. Uh, yeah, because yeah, we have we have also like the data storage and the computational power now yeah. to actually take advantage of this data. Before it wasn't the case, and people didn't really uh, care and or haven't thought about that. But now we we do know how to like um, yeah, people have the skills to actually uh, yeah. Yeah, I completely agree with you. The, the The future there is really bright, uh, but it seems like those companies are using data in the wrong way. Or uh, I think if if a strong law comes in place and it becomes a lot more ethical, then then the future of data science will be bright. Definitely, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's machine like learning is a big deal. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, and every time I think. I think already, like the people started thinking about the ethical side of things, uh, but it should be actually, you know, like um, a part of the process. Uh, thinking about ethical considerations, thinking about who you are affecting with your algorithm in terms of like people around, thinking about putting the human in the loop, not like having just a black box, an algorithm as a black box, and not um, putting in. Um, intuition of someone of being yeah. humans. So yeah, yeah, that's very good. Yeah, you're right. So uh, let's say someone just uh, graduated from school, or um, they graduated from I don't know a maths degree or a computer science degree, and they want to to become a data scientist or just follow that path. Um, what would, would would your advice be? Like you mentioned, having a GitHub account—that's actually quite important these days. Me as a programmer, you didn't have to have a good GitHub account when you started ten years ago, but now you know it's it kind yeah. of shows it kind of shows your skills and stuff. So, uh, yeah, what, what would your advice be if someone wanted to start a career in data science now? The first thing I think is to just like uh, uh, get some data and uh, start a project. Mm -hmm. I think 
quite cliche when we say learn by doing, but it's quite the truth uh, in, in data science. Uh, when it's really important, if you start doing courses, uh, in, or, I don't know, on Coursera or like some other platform uh, that you like, uh, and you're learning uh, the basics, but then it's uh, really important if you actually start a tangible project, then you're able to see so many stuff there, like so many obstacles, so many things you don't know. And then you start figuring out what you need to learn in order to grow and develop as a data scientist. So, yeah, just like start the project, then share it. I think it's quite uh, difficult in the beginning because you, you imagine that you're not doing uh, something very important and you have like, uh, you know, this kind of like um, uh, sense that uh, it's nothing what you uh, yeah, worked exactly. on. But then it's very important really to just uh, put it out there and expose yourself. It's yeah. uh, really nice and it, it feels nice because then you get some feedback and, and you grow a lot. So even if you don't have like a very specific job as a data scientist, uh, starting a project and doing it, it's it's uh, really cool. Uh, yeah. So. Well, so would, would that that's very good advice. You also do uh, talks and um, seminars, right? With with BBC and stuff. Uh, is that presenting presenting some of the findings or? presenting how you work in the BBC? What exactly are the talks about? Uh, yeah, so many people from our team are, are doing that. So it's, um, um, we value quite a lot uh, the, you know, like the exposure of what we are doing uh, because um, it's data science in, in public sector. So uh, usually there are different challenges than the ones in private companies. So we tend to, uh, to show quite a lot the ways that we are working and um, how we are going about um, doing data science in, in the BBC and so on. So, um, yeah. Oh, nice. yeah, different, different stuff, great. really. Depending on the people as well, yeah. That's really interesting. So apart from the whole working in tech and stuff, um, how first of all, how are you coping now with uh, with working from home, and how has your life changed, and how has the working life changed as well? Um, well, it's not very easy, you know, like working from home. Um, uh, I mean, if you also like think about uh, your afternoon, I mean your evening, there are no like uh, any other major activities you can do, so you restrict yeah. yourself home and so on so it's uh, it's a bit more challenging um in our team because we are a distributed team and we were before uh before even the pandemic uh we have people in london salford and uh and glasgow so uh, we were quite used in that one so we were good at adapting quickly in the new reality so we used to have like quite a lot of calls and so on um so it wasn't uh, a very big uh, change in terms of that uh, of course, we miss the office quite a lot, you know, uh, going there and having a conversation yeah. over the coffee machine is, and having <laughs> a nice lot friends is, uh, is always very much appreciated for me. Uh, but yeah, uh, I think that uh, it's um, 
it's quite quite a challenge uh, to yeah. just stay at home, being in front of Zoom all the time and in front of the computer. So yeah, yeah, for yeah. all of us, yeah. Dealing with that, but yeah, it's it's not great. <laughs> yeah. So how 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 are you coping in terms of your hobbies? Uh, are you still doing swing dancing? Do you how do you yeah like fill your free time now? Yeah, I, I, in the beginning I started like um, because I yeah I I am doing swing dancing, but um, it's not uh, easy to do that at home now. <laughs> So in the beginning, I started like doing some uh, classes online, uh, but yeah. You're teaching, right? Yes, uh, yes. I'm teaching in the local community here in Glasgow. Uh, and we started an effort with some other uh, teachers to actually do something and, and keep people engaged. <laughs> but it, it's, yeah, it's uh, it's not great from, from the Zoom. <laughs> so yeah, a bit of choreos and a bit of like uh, a couple of classes. Yeah, uh, it was a start, but then uh, I think everyone was very discouraged in the end <laughs> after <laughs> two months. Yeah, looking forward to the real thing. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I think I saw a video with you and your sister uh, dancing. Uh, is it okay if I steal that video to put it on my uh, podcast channel? Yes, of course. You <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. That's actually pretty good. It's like. You know how people think that pe- people that work in tech are in front of a computer all day doing nothing else? That's what that's what they generally think, uh, which annoys me so much. And that's one of the main reasons why I started this podcast. It's like we have a senior data scientist that's also teaching swing dancing. <laughs> like, I love this stuff. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, keeping hope is very is very sane uh, in those times. <laughs> you need to yeah. like, you know, switch off from work, switch off from tech, and just do something different. Yeah. And, and, yeah. Exactly. I mean, you have to. You but, have to. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, what else have you bought anything at home to make it like better as a working place? Because me. Literally, I had I didn't even have a desk at home before. I didn't really care. I would never really open the computer at home and start coding. Uh, have you Have you bought like stuff to make it even better now? Uh, yes, I mean, uh, in the beginning, you didn't expect that to uh, to be lasting for a year. So yeah, uh, I was, like, ah, you know, I'm not gonna buy everything. It's fine and so on. But then. Uh, I bought a monitor, I bought a better chair because like the sitting all day, it's very important to, to be in a, in a good, um, in a good chair. So yeah, bits and bobs there, you always need, uh, but I didn't have myself a working uh, station, let's say, uh, before yeah. at home because I was using the laptop for leisure and just even like, even if you code at some point, you just like, uh, you're not supposed to do that uh, all day long. So it wasn't a necessity, but now <laughs> with all the new situation, yeah. yeah. Going back to coding, actually, what what kind of um, language do you use in data science usually? Usually in data science, you use Python or R, uh, mm-hmm. but definitely you are not restricted to those. So 
depending on the project and what you're doing. Um, yeah, you have different languages. Some people uh, use Scala uh, in some cases as well. Uh, some people use like um, uh, Java even. I mean, the thing is that the algorithms are, uh, you know, above all their mathematics uh, behind that. So, uh, you know, they are just implemented in different languages. Yeah. Uh, but Python appears to have, and R as well, they, they appear to have the most uh, complete packages and mm -hmm. complete docs. So it's very easy to pick up. Uh, you just go there, take the, um, the algorithm you need and uh, just start writing code and so on. Uh, yeah, I'm using Python myself. Okay, that's very interesting. Yeah, I guess it all comes down to writing algorithms, but I think Python has given a lot of uh, attention to, to, to doing stuff like this. Everyone in machine learning is using Python. Yeah, that's Python. nice. That's very, very interesting. You know what? This was all like quite new to me. Uh, thank you so much for sharing your experience with uh, data science and your valuable information of how someone can become a data scientist. Uh, yeah, uh, hopefully I'll see you soon. Uh, we can just do this again face-to-face -face so you can tell me about your new talks and new experiences in data science. I hope it was informative, my point of view. And thanks for having me, Laura. Thank you. Bye-bye. Please don't forget to leave a review on Apple Podcasts iTunes. Thank you.